I think those last lines of that gospel reading should be a good little reminder to all of us. Christ came not for the righteous, but for sinners. Well, we've all been called to this place, so that's a good label written on all of us straight away. If we're here, we're clearly not the righteous because we are in need of God's grace. We don't know a lot about Matthew. We know that he was a tax collector sat in a tax booth, and we know he was from Capernaum. And the church tradition is that he was martyred, hence the red. (laughs) But we can assume a couple of things based on what we know about tax collectors. One would have been that he was quite wealthy. Two would have been that his wealth came from slightly nefarious tax practices which were taking place all over the Roman Empire. And three, everybody knew that and so despised him for it. Hence why the Pharisees were so upset when they saw Jesus sitting and eating with this tax collector who regularly took more than his fair share of the cut. We also know that Matthew got up and left his tax booth and left that life of wealth and riches behind. And what's more, interestingly, we have somebody who's used to handling money, somebody who knows how to control finances. And we know from other places in the Gospels that it wasn't Matthew who was trusted with the common purse for the disciples and Jesus. Yes, he was a sinner and yes, he was forgiven and redeemed, but that wasn't to say that he was going to be put into a place where temptation could get at him. I could talk about that for hours, but let me just focus a second on the getting up and leaving everything behind. It's a really simple thing, I think, if you've got very little to stand up and to leave everything behind, if there's nothing particularly to leave there. It's a heck of a challenge when there's a lot. But there is something to be learned here. I don't know how much you all have followed the fashions and fads of the last few decades. You might have come across the whole Marie Kondo movement. So her thing was that you sort of decluttered your house by walking around and picking up an item and asking, does it give me joy? And if it didn't, throwing it away. Although, interestingly, in her later life, she's now said she regrets doing that and there's things she's wish she'd kept. And clearly, we accumulate items because they are useful, they are helpful. We accumulate those things which help connect us with our families. We receive the gifts from our family members which bring us joy and remind us of their love. But it is very easy for our concern about the things we have, our concern to make sure we have more things, even if it's just that they'll be slightly more helpful than something we can do already without it. Sometimes that can become a source of anxiety. Sometimes that can become a source of distraction. I know it is for me. We need to learn from Matthew's example to hold lightly to the things of this world. Because as we heard in our reading from Proverbs, the income of wisdom, which comes 
through Jesus from God Almighty, is better than silver, better than gold. So God give us grace to hold lightly to our possessions, to not let anxiety about keeping up with having the latest things get in the way of our first calling to seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness through loving him and loving our neighbours. Amen.